Connected, the podcast that aims to help us and you. If you like what you hear, let us know. You can find us on outplay.com. There is no... You're listening to the Random Roll Radio Show, an Outplay production. To find out more about the cast, characters, or the world we're building together, go to randomrollradio.com. Tonight's episode is paid for by listeners like you. If you want to help support the show, leave us a review or go to patreon.com slash outplayproductions. And remember, there is no E in Outplayed. Now please enjoy tonight's episode of the Random Roll Radio Show. Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of the Random Roll Radio Show. My name is Corey. And I'm Lurson. I'm Eric. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Duff. So, right before we started to record, we found out that Eric is a big old dirty cheater. I expect (laughs) these things out of Lurson. But no, this time, it was Eric. Eric, tell the people your shame. <clears throat> yeah, well, Ago is a is a ranger, and that means that he has access to uh, warden spells. You know, for him, I uh, I chose the spell called uh, Gravity Weapon because I'm because I'm awesome. Um, well, it turns out that I'm not nearly as awesome as I thought I was. But you know, I, I'm just going to go ahead and read the spell so you can see where I made a mistake. So, Gravity Weapon: you build up gravitational force and funnel it into your blows leading to more powerful attacks with blade and bow alike. On your first weapon strike each round, you gain a status bonus to damage equal to twice the number of weapon damage dice. So what I thought that meant was that I double my damage dice. But, uh, no. Uh, So what am I supposed to do? You add the amount of damage dice you have doubled as a status bonus. So for you, it would typically be plus two damage. No more <laughs> <Right>. dice. <laughs> and, and, what, and what's your damage die at? So I, well, typically I'm- For the kukri, uh, for the kukri. For the kukri, it's a 1d6. So I was rolling uh, 2d6. And uh, what brought this up was actually I was rereading it. And because I'm a still, I'm kind of a dumb person. I was, I was actually hoping that I was going to be able to do 3d6 and really go to town. <laughs> uh, but uh, At which point- but no. At which point I said, that sounds very powerful for a first level <laughs> character. Uh, and that's when we read it. Let this be a lesson to you kids about uh, greed. <laughs> when he was trying to get three dice, he now has way no less dice. dice. <laughs> <laughs> Could have just kept going on. I mean, I think yeah. if you if you averaged it out, the actual bonus you're getting probably isn't, isn't that significantly different because you were rolling a second d6 and there's a decent chance that you know you you have i guess you have a one-third chance to do worse than you would have been doing anyway see that's why i like this guy as a gm he's a nice person you're wrong (laughs) but but thank you for the effort but i don't he's actually not that wrong i don't think it broke the game (laughs) your last few rolls have been shit yeah yeah, yeah. I, I do. I do believe last time you rolled a two and a one, so you actually did less damage than you should have. So that, that's <laughs> actually true. I have not been uh, anywhere. There was one. I think I did the cockatrice was the last time that I really maxed out on my uh, my gravity weapon. So that makes me feel good. At least we know that in terms of story veracity, uh, I didn't have that spell up and active for the owl bear. So no dirty de- cheating there going on. Um, so that was that was 
So at least I feel good about that. It was completely by accident, but at least I feel good about that. <laughs> and I've already created a creature that is the ghost of a cockatrice that can only be hurt by a gravity weapon that actually gives you double dice. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, anyhow, so, so that's, that's what we do here on Random Roll Radio. Uh, is, uh, we, we come clean when we make mistakes with the rules, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> These rule books are pretty big. So now we have to get the ghost cockatrice because that's an episode <laughs> title. <laughs> the poultry spelled like poultry. It's a poultry guy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The the poultry guy. That's even better. Yeah. I'm I'm game for this. It's unkillable. Literally. I don't care. It's a great title. <laughs> okay. So we've been here for uh, a couple of episodes now. We're at the zoo. You finally made your way into the zoo in the last episode after spending a couple of uh, episodes fighting some big creatures outside. A little frustration with uh, Rusty. He's now trapped. His keeper, Remy, you met him last episode, Remy the gnome. He went off to find Rusty. Luckily for you guys, having spoken with Remy, you're now going to have bonuses to all your rolls on knowledge checks on the creatures in the zoo. Oh, really? really? Nice. Oh, take that. We we tend to skip. I know in our games, we <laughs> tend to skip those knowledge checks, but uh, <laughs> but you'll get a bonus. Uh, plus two. So you fought a couple of hyenas, killed them, and then you fought a giant viper who poisoned a couple of you. And as we start this episode... You guys are in pretty rough shape, a couple of you anyway. Quinn and Frost, I think, are looking pretty rough. Uh, how are Ago and Cal doing? Cal has 100% health, no diseases. His toenails <laughs> well, are clipped. We don't know about the no diseases. He might have some diseases. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got papers to prove I'm not infected. <laughs> What's Quinn doing? He was really rough. One HP. That, that's One how HP. Quinn's doing. One HP. Killing it. I, I, I got six. Yeah, well, I've got two stamina of six, and then I've got, I'm, I've got full health uh, of 11, so... Have we actually said how how many hit points you had? I know we've talked about stamina, but I don't know if we've actually said how many hit points you even have. So when you say you have one hit point, how many hit points should you have, Quinn? Um, seven. Plus your stamina? Yeah. It'd be 14. I have 14 all, all right. day. All right. Well, you know, that's why you generally stay out of the combat as far away as you can but that snake was a bit of a jerk yeah you were a jerk yeah well you know <laughs> well, let's be honest here uh, you know in fairness in in fairness you and my Quinn uh, strutting around thought he was in he thought he was impervious and he discovered that he was not now in fairness if you uh, had seen the map the listeners had seen the map. They'd know that Quinn was actually in a good position for the snake to attack. But, but yeah, it, it, it <laughs> certainly seemed like the GM ha- had a little bit of targeting going on there. The GM noticed that Quinn was saving people's lives when he was about to kill him. So now Quinn has to go. <laughs> <laughs> eh, you know. So yeah, so you're here. You guys going to take a little bit of break to, to get some stamina up, to, to heal up? Well... That for sure, but uh, I- I'm going to go over and check on Quinn's wounds. So I'll walk up to him. I'll say, uh, uh, Quinn, you-, you look pretty bad off, man. Uh, how about I uh, take a look and uh, maybe bandage you up some? That would be wonderful. All right, so DC 15, unless uh, I'm, I don't want to be able to go for a rope. 
So that's a 23. I made it. I should have gone for broke on the 20, DC 20. But anyhow, so that puts up a total of your nine up. Yes. All right. So that's going to take him about 10 minutes. So I'll mm -hmm. spend another resolve point and okay. get my stamina up so that I can continue to be a frontline fighter. How many resolve points do you have? I got one left now. Okay. So I do want to raise the question, though. While I'm healing him up, I mean, that takes 10 minutes or so, right? Uh, it does take 10 minutes. But, I mean, what else is going on around us? Because if there's still screams of people and stuff like that, <laughs> I mean, we're kind of making a decision here, right? Yeah, you're not, you're not hearing screams of people. You can hear a lot of agitated animals. If you look across the pond to the south, then you'll see all those carts. Some of those carts have animals in them, and they're agitated. They're not free like the animals that you've been fighting. They do seem to still be caged. You don't see any people in that direction, and you haven't heard any people since you spoke to Remy. He did say he helped people get out. Now, whether he helped everyone get out, he didn't. He didn't have that kind of information. So hearing no one in danger, Frost is okay with uh, taking this time to heal up. Can Quinn use a resolve point and um, do the concentration to get his focus point back at the same time? No. No, they would have to be separate actions. Basically, so the resolve point for the stamina is taking a breather, and then for the focus point, you actually have to be focused on getting that spell back, so I don't think that they'd both be able to happen at the same time. Now, you could be taking a breather while Ago was patching you up. That's what I was hoping you were doing, right? That's definitely what I was doing. <laughs> could he have also been meditating instead of taking a breather while being so patched up? So I think up? when we did this, when we played Plague Stone, I think we made it that focus points, at least I played it with Elodie, that she had to separate herself from the group because she had to, each character has a different way that they regain focus points, right? So like with druids, it's it's communing with nature or or being separate from people. I'm not sure how Ago regains his focus point or how Quinn regains his focus point. Ago concentrates on the his ancestry and uh, focuses on the, the power that his ancestors, in particular his grandfather, who was a, a warrior, brought to the battle. So that's why he's got gravity weapon. He looks at his armor. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's 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 a topic for another time. Algo <laughs> just sits there and shoves handfuls of beef jerky in his mouth. <laughs> Gains his focus spells back. Yeah, that's what I said, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And Quinn, how does Quinn get his back? Uh, Quinn just focuses on how pissed off he is. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so yeah, I, right. I think that this, in order to get your focus points back, your stamina, your healing, you're talking about. 20 minutes. Uh, I think uh, that concludes our healing and meditating for the foreseeable future. I say we uh, move in towards this door. So I think Frost will uh, lean over to Ago because he's still leaning up against the wall of the zoo. Ago, do you think you can uh, lead us into this zoo? I, I'm still not feeling 100%. Yeah, I, I could do that for sure. Uh, what do you want me to do? Just uh, go in Frost? Yeah. Yeah, if you could just stick your head in that door and figure out what's on the other side. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go over there. I'll take a, take a sniff around. And that is what I'll so do. I'll go, I'll so go over there. to the door. <laughs> so, <laughs> as Ago walks uh, walks towards the east, towards the door that goes into the zoo, uh, he, he walks past uh, one of the penguin facts. This one, <laughs> this one says, they sometimes speak sylvan. 
<laughs> that checks out. I look over my shoulder and I say, Hey, any of you guys speak Sylvan? Uh, these guys speak Elf. The, the, the penguin. Quinn you actually does speak, speak Sylvan. <laughs> <laughs> actually, let me look at my character sheet. I think I speak it too. Hey, say a few words, Quinn. See if I understand you. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, it turns out I didn't understand a damn thing you said. <laughs> All right, so is Ago peeking his head in this door? So the door is closed still? Yes. Or is it just like yes. a doorway? It's a closed door, yeah. Okay, are they are they like big and double-leaved? And yeah, it's a wo- set of wooden that. double doors. Okay. All right, I'm going to crack one open and uh, sort of poke my head in a little ways. Uh, not, I'll try to be kind of sneaky about it. All right, you want to roll a... Yeah, I'll go full out and roll a little stealth on that. Yeah, that's a three. I'm good. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Door just swings out of your hand, smashes against the the wall behind it. And Seriously? Luckily, nothing comes running out at you. So to the northeast, you see a large steel barred enclosure. And the north and east walls are painted with a crude mural of an evergreen forest. Something you see in like an elementary school cafeteria. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, Complete with steel cage, right? Yeah. Yep. The western part of that of that cage, the bars appear to be rusted through, and then bent, leaving a wide opening. I look over my shoulder at Frost, and I, I wave him forward a little bit so he can peer over my shoulder as well. And I say, "Well, I guess we know where Rusty came from." Well, he's at least been here. Uh, I'm not quite sure what kind of habitat rust monsters live in. I'm going to walk the rest of the way into the room so that I can see more of the room itself. I'm looking for other exits. Um, I'm also going to do a quick uh, survival check. I'd like to see what kind of tracks we got on the floors. Um, Specifically, I'm looking for tracks of any humans or things like that, people who might be in danger. Sure. That's uh, 18. As is common in Pathfinder, you see a whole lot of tracks. Uh, It appears... (laughs) That's comforting. Maybe... Having, having encountered a rust monster, you'll see some rust monster tracks. Definitely there's been a rust monster here. You can see in the enclosure around the straw where the straw has been pushed aside that this is probably where the owl bear came from. There's a lot of owl bear tracks inside. And then you see a lot of human tracks all around the outer part of the cage, what was the cage. And then also to the west, you see a sturdy wooden desk and chair. I think I was wrong before. I don't think this is where uh, Rusty was from, but I do think that uh, that Rusty let the owlbear what was his name? Albeek or whatever let the owlbear out. Those bars were the only thing made of metal around here from the looks of it, so he just ate what was closest. Huh. I don't think he actually made the decision to let the owlbear out. What sort of desk are we talking about here? We're in the middle of an enclosure. Well, so it's not, so the room is set up where there's a cage inside the room, and then there's clearly a viewing area around that cage to the west and to the south. And then the cage, Rusty clearly rusted some of the bars, as you've ascertained, and it looks like the bars are bent. So Rusty didn't like rust it all out. The owl bear appears to have actually bent the bars to get out. Uh, The desk itself is just a regular old wooden desk. Probably somebody that worked at the zoo would have sat here keeping an eye on patrons 
probably making sure nobody stuck their arm into an owlbear enclosure, that kind of thing. And also make sure an owlbear didn't stick its arm into a yes. kid. <laughs> <laughs> are there any other exits from this room? There are two. There's one, uh, a set of double doors to the south. Again, everything in here is wood. And then a set of double doors leading to the west. So it would be where you came in. It would be just north of where you came in that those doors move off to the west. Okay, so I'm going to walk over to those doors and uh, do another kind of... I'm going to do a quick listen to see or to hear if I can... if there's anybody behind those doors. Okay. This is just a standard perception, so that'd be a 21. Uh, you don't hear anybody on the other side okay. of those doors. You can hear faint noises in the distance, but you don't hear anybody that sounds close to the door. Okay, I'm going to fling the door open then. I'm we're, No sense to be super stealthy. We know what's going on in here. Okay. So as you open that door, oh, there's blood. <laughs> so as you open that, you see, my apologies, guys. <laughs> what do we see, Duff? <laughs> Nothing. He thought we were going south. <laughs> so as you open that door, the door flings open. You see a 10 foot wide hallway running between the doors that you're at and then more doors uh, to the western end of that hallway. To the north side, you see a lattice of thick, dark wood and he a heavy wooden door that separates the hallway from the tiled enclosure. The door is hanging open, and in that enclosure on the wall, you can see a wooden painting of Rusty. Oh. And the plaque, there's a plaque near the, the wooden door. Also, to the west, you can see some what appears to be dried blood trails on the ground. Since I'm standing in the doorway, kind of blocking it up as such, I'm going to look over to the other guys and they'll say, I I'm going to go in. I, I see the blood on the far end of the of the hallway. Cal, Quinn, you, you guys ready to go? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just be careful. So I, I walk across the, the 30 some odd feet uh, down the hallway past the bars of the cage to the to my right and down to where the, the blood stains are. Can I tell if this is human blood or <laughs> is it just red blood? <laughs> Would Ago be able to tell that? As a trained a, hunter. Do a survival check. Uh, 13. Yeah, it appears to be human blood. Is it completely dried? Yeah, that's... It's not been there for, like, days. It looks like it's been there for an hour or something like that. Like, <laughs> it's drying, it's coagulated, it's not... Um, it's fairly recent. Let's put it that way. And there's a lot of it from yeah, the looks of it. Yeah, there's a fair bit. All right, so is just going to, because Ago has kind of just slammed some doors open here, uh, he's just going to yell out, Edgewatch! Edgewatch, anybody here? Nobody respond. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's not a good sign. We were looking for people, and unfortunately, we may have found evidence of some, and not in the best circumstances. I hope we didn't take too long messing around with the Albert and all them. Well, there's only one way to find out. I stand up and I nod at Cal and I walk over to uh, the door that's at the end of the hallway, past the, the pool of blood, and I look over to Frost and I and I give him a meaningful look and then I open the door. Roll for initiative. Oh, shit. Why did he look at me like that, brother? <laughs> Do you know why he looked at me like that? What was that look? <laughs> <laughs> That was my better get ready. The shit's about to go down. Look, 
<laughs> oh, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Excellent. What do we got? Frost got a 27 initiative. <laughs> Might be a natty 20, huh? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, the creature also got a nat- natty 20. What did Cal get? <laughs> Cal got an 11. All right. Quinn's ready with a 7. Quint with a 7? Yep. All right. And Ago? 17. All right. So then the order is... You know what? Let's do this a little differently. What's the matter? You roll a 20 and still can go first? You got to change things around? No. I just wanted to describe what you're seeing before you go in. Gee, that'd be nice. You see... Something that looks like it's out of the movie Tremors. It's a long insectoid creature with like a disgusting mouth and horns coming out of the side of its head. It immediately looks as you open up that door. But you also notice in that very brief time, as the door swings open, you see a bunch of dead bodies, some of them half eaten, blood everywhere. There's a low red glazed lantern that casts the whole room in crimson and shadow. And you can see that there are large crystal walls just off to the north. But the creature has obviously gotten out of that enclosure. On the other side of those walls, inside the enclosure, there's a small child crying. Oh, fuck. I was totally going to close this door and just say, you know, guys, we'll come back (laughs) with more people. But you had to throw a small boy in the corner. Yeah, I said small child. We can still go with that plan, Frost. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that kid. Uh, So Ago was first in the door. Uh, He has a small sling in his hand. (laughs) Uh, Blowgun? Yeah, small (laughs) blowgun. A 20 to hit, Ago. Yeah, okay, so yeah, I guess it scutters forward and smashes into me. Yeah, you're raw. It doesn't move, it spits acid at you. Oh, for pity's sake. Don't take up my armor that I just got from the new guy. (laughs) It's a rental. Eight points of damage. (laughs) Eight? Eight. Okay. It turns out that Duff's goal is just to get Ago naked. (laughs) (laughs) It's that that nipple comment that Frost... That That was Frost. Frost That's Frost. Frost Frost knows, but he's not telling. (laughs) So, okay. So that hurts a whole lot, and it burns me directly into my health. So, awesome sauce. And then it moves back 10 feet, and it spits again. And that's a 15 to hit on Cal. Oof. It has that much range? It does. (laughs) Yeah, I'm about 40 feet away from this thing. So 15 misses. All right. So uh, my apologies. In in terms of the actual range of it, it spits and then moves back. Otherwise, it would be too far. Uh, So it's 30-foot range on that spit. Spits, moves back. Misses anyway. It just flies, it drops at Cal's feet some acid and a little bit of acid burns off. Meanwhile, Ago has been hit and that acid is burning on acid, on, on Ago. There is no um, persistent damage from it though. That's the one, the one, no, lucky, thank goodness. one that's, lucky that's thing good. you got going for you. I mean, I was having visions of like the movie Aliens and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. Well, this thing shit, isn't dude. that far removed from a creature from Aliens. I, I don't think you want to run into one of these anywhere but uh, you did know what you were going to come across this is the Ankrav and Frost is up with Ago on deck 
Alright, can you mark the small boy on the map so I know exactly where he is? Please? Sure. He is just about 15 feet back, like in the back corner, the uh, northwest corner of the enclosure. So he's about 15 feet back from the crystal uh, walls. Kicked back himself into a literal corner. So that comment paired with Larson desperately looking through the book. I think I think Frost is about to try to explode this whole room. <laughs> Can you do that? If only I had the power as a level one fighter. <laughs> yeah, if the level one fighter can do that, then uh, you win. <laughs> I haven't bothered to describe the paintings on the wall in this room. I didn't think you really cared. Yeah, we wouldn't be looking at them. No, I not did not perceive them attention. I'm trying to wipe the acid off of my face and rescue the armor that I just borrowed. Not the child. It's behind the glass. <laughs> That's next. That's next. I didn't even see that. I didn't have time to see the child. Let's be clear. I got spit in the face, right? So, yeah. Fair enough. I'll go. Did you take the insurance on that armor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Parvert's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he knew what he was getting himself into. <laughs> Frost is going to haul ass. He's going to uh, sprint through the door, past Ago, and he is going to run directly up to this kid. It's going to take two movements to get there to him. Oh, oh, oh. The, as you run towards him, the door is, is locked. Oh, how'd he get out then? I mean, do you want to take time to take a look at the door? I mean... We can figure it out. The Ancrav... <laughs> Pretended to have stomach aches. The kid <laughs> unlocked the door. <laughs> I mean, if there's like a hole in the wall, I think I would see that as I'm running at it. There is a doorway that goes in, but that doorway is has been locked again. So somehow the Ancrav got out of the enclosure and started killing all these people, and somehow the boy got inside the enclosure and locked it from the inside. Metagaming. I'm guessing one of the adults probably pushed him in there and closed the door. Okay, well, knowing that the boy isn't in immediate danger, Frost wouldn't have just sprinted in there like that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I thought the door was open and, and I could have just gotten to the kid. I mean, I could really screw you and say you got to the door, you're stuck there, and but I'm not going to do that to you. So I'll let you, I'll let you take that. That you could see uh, that that I'll, t- it, I'll tell you, it, what, I'll I'll burn my first action as a perception to look at the door. Uh, to see if like the key's in the hole or something. I'll I'll let you retcon that one. So what you can see from where you are is that it looks like there are some little like bones jammed in the lock. And it also has a crystal lock. So it's not a wooden lock and it's not an, uh, it's, it's got the bones are jammed in. Excuse me. It's, it's not a crystal lock. It's a, an iron lock that was rusted a little bit, but then bones have been jammed into the crystal enclosure door. To lock it back up. Okay, so this one, yeah, it hasn't been rusted. Okay, we can we can discuss the pertinent information here later. Uh, fuck. Uh, Frost is going to. He can either. I have zero range, so I can either get right up there and just start hanging and banging, or uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna pick us off with uh, range attacks. I'll tell you what. I'll burn a second action as a knowledge check. And then uh, see what it's uh, if it's got a weakness. All right, so you'll get a plus two to that check, and it is that is a nature check. Nature check. It's an eighteen with the plus two. Yes. And you're looking for weaknesses. Yeah, a weakness of some sort. 
or if it's got uh, DRG and like slashing or something. It looks like it can be stabbed like any other insect. Doesn't look like it has any sort of extra thick protection or anything like that. So as a fighter, you look at it, you analyze it, and you can see that this is just like a larger version of the types of bugs you might have stepped on as a child. <laughs> All right. So final action. All uh, there's a little uh, little outcropping before the doorway that's between Frost and the the uh, the bug, and I'll take cover. Okay kind of push my body up against the wall as much as possible. Okay. Just to jump in for people who don't know, take cover is actually an action, so it raises Frost's AC. So he's harder to hit now. Yes. Yeah, by, by something that could spit at him. <laughs> uh, okay, so Ago is up with Cal on deck. I poke my head around the, uh, the, the door jam, and for my first action, I'm going to designate this Ankrab as my, uh, my hunted prey. And for my second action, I'm going to draw my only uh, remaining bola out uh, off of my waist. And then for my third action, I'm going to hurl it at, uh, at the Ankarov. Um It's going to take a negative two to my attack because it's outside of my first range increment. It's because it's only got a 20, 20 foot range increment. And this thing's about uh, 35 feet away from me, I think it is. So let's see if it works. Uh, and I am, I'm going for a trip. So that's also a negative two. Uh, so I have a negative four in total. I didn't know your bolas were consumable. I thought you were picking them back up this whole time. <laughs> I, well, I, I, I did, but I recognized that I, I didn't pick up the one from inside the store. That. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you didn't say you did, but is that something Ago would actually do? Just leave it? Or you mean you didn't because it was closed I, off with Rusty inside? Closed off with Rusty inside <clears throat> because there was little... Yeah. He ate it yeah. now. So. It's gone. <laughs> Fortunately, I only make a uh, an eight. <laughs> That's a miss. Yeah. So Figured. it, it uh, sails in. I guess you poke your head around, throw it in, and it's just uh, a little too far. It bounces off the uh, floor and just kind of wraps itself around a dead body. Eggs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, it was a, I mean, it was a long shot anyway, because I can't imagine really wrapping up a multi-legged creature very well. It was like literally a, a, a six long leg, shot. Six-legged, six <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's my actions. Cal, you're up. Quinn's on deck. So Cal is about halfway back in the hallway in the previous room, making him ineffective. Whew, he's going to have to move into the room. Whoa! Cal, oh, Cal, oh. he's our man if he can't do it. Oh, I'm not a frontline fighter. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not going to move back out. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so Cal pulls out one of the orange vials, moves up just within range of this beast, and that's a 19 to hit. Beautiful. It's a hit. Okay. <laughs> So this is Alchemist Fire, so it's going to take one persistent fire damage and one splash, and that is six fire damage. And the ability to uh, throw a bomb and then leave again is why I like 2E. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so you hit him, and a little bit of fire burning, burning away at this thing. You hear, like, this god-awful screech, like, just a squealing, <laughs> screechy sound. It sounds awful. The legs bow in like you hit a spider with some uh, yeah, flamethrower. Yeah, it's, it's unpleasant just to hear it. And your next action? Run. Totally moving back <laughs> into the hallway. I'm, I'm not sticking around. The hell out Sorry, of kid. Peace yeah. out. 
<laughs> Alright, that's Cal's turn. Quinn's up, and the Ankrov is on deck. Quinn's gonna move down the hallway behind Frost, and he's gonna take an action to ask Frost, Are you, uh, are you, you thinking about going in there? You ready? <sighs> it's my only option. I don't have any range. I gotta go. That's all I needed to hear. Uh, Quinn is going to cast Stoke the Heart on Frost, and that's going to be uh, a plus two status bonus to damage rolls. All and right, all right. that's one action. Uh, for his final action, he's going to raise that magical shield and get behind it. All right. So the way that it's looking right now, the Ankrov has backed into the far west corner in the next room over down the hallway, about 30 feet away. Our Ago, Frost, and Quinn all lined up, and Cal <laughs> standing next to Quinn. So the Ankrov. Just realized we're all lined up. <laughs> Becomes a breath weapon. Which, you know, you're lucky that this Ankrov doesn't like that kid in there because it does have the equivalent of a breath weapon. But your benevolent GM decided that it's already used it to try to attack the child behind the glass. Um, oh, it's got. It's got a butt weapon, doesn't it? Let's put it this way. If that thing hits you, it's uh, 3d6 acid damage and 1d6 persistent acid damage. So luckily it used it up. It only gets one per hour. So it spits again from where it is at Ago. It's not good. And that is a 15. No, it does not. All right. So it kind of hits the wall next to Ago. He hears the sizzle of acid. And then this thing makes a noise as it, like a squealing noise as it moves forward towards you, towards Ago. Uh, my butt's clenched. I'm I'm down to five hit points. So yeah. Unfortunately, Frost and Quinn are both taking cover behind you. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. What? Well, you're taller than me. Come on. That's all right. <laughs> I took cover, which means I'm squatting down. <laughs> so it moves up to Ago, and now it's going to make a melee attack on him. It's going to try to bite him. At least he's gotten into melee range. Ross, we're up. That's... I needed him to move five feet closer so I could power attack him anyway. It's a 20. That hits, my friend. You are my friend, right? <laughs> I yeah, am. He didn't, he, the he Ankrov did not is not. <laughs> he, he didn't breath weapon the group and take us all out. <laughs> Alright. So that is uh, five points of damage. I am disabled. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Plus it does acid damage. I think this is all given at the same time, so it doesn't really matter how much acid damage it did because it, it's all delivered at the same time. As so long it's as it's not, not gonna, persistent. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Okay. So it's uh, it bites out at you. Acid coming out of its mouth drops Ago to the ground. Yeah, Fra so it does matter because he was just disabled before, but now no, he's it's, dying. It's on the same attack, so I think all the damage happens at the same time. Yeah, but instead of being staggered, he is unconscious. Oh, yeah, I, I see what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's more yeah. than five points of damage, I'm down. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is. It's guaranteed right. to be six. I didn't roll the uh, acid damage, but... All right, so I succumb. All right. Cross, you're up. Second time today. With Ago maybe on deck? Frost seeing Ago go down is just scared and livid but his heart has been stoked by a spell so he is going to stand his ground because he has 10 foot of reach and just power attack stab at this enclave, enclave as hard as he can 
This is an anchovy. <laughs> Bug. Alright. Fuck me, I missed. Uh, with uh, 14. That is a miss, but it doesn't seem to react other than you, you stab out at it, maybe you hit the side of the door instead of hitting it, and uh, your next move, sir. So that was a power attack. Takes Wait, two did you turns. take it? Oh, it was damage that Quinn gave you, right? It, it yeah, it's damage. Damage. Not yeah. to hit. Okay. And now it is a 16 to hit. It's a miss. And All there's right. that on crop Maga. Title of the episode. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> Gonna have to figure out how to spell that for the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And your last action? That was it. That was it? Uh, power tactics, two actions. Oh, right. You power attacked. Okay. Then, uh, Ago, you have a chance to stabilize. You you can use a resolve point to automatically stabilize if you've got one. The, one of the things that you can do with resolve points is is to stabilize yourself. Then that is exactly what I'm going to do. It uh, will so return you to one hit point on your next turn. Okay. As well, long I, as you're I, not damaged went, again. Yeah, so I moved up in the initiative order, right? I'm in front of the... Uh, the Ankarov now, because I, I got the dying That's right. condition. I, did, I didn't move you in the order. So it is actually Cal and Quinn, and then you'll be up uh, after that. So at least you know now if you want to use the resolve point, you'll be that, up. That is totally. Thank you. All right. Cal, you're up. Quinn's on deck. I always forget to move people in the order when they get knocked. We got your back, bud. Just don't don't kill us anymore, and you'll be... You'll never have to think <laughs> about it's it. not me that's killing you. I'm just teasing you. It's blame the writers of the AP. This is crazy. <laughs> this ain't So remind me, did I get a hero point last episode? You did. Yes, no. you did. You did. Even though uh, Frost went back, or Lurson went back and figured out that it was Frost's plan, <laughs> uh, I did award it to you, and I, I don't take them away once they're awarded. So. <laughs> to be fair, I had that planned in my head before Frost said it. <laughs> well, I had it in my head before you said it. <laughs> I hoped that one of you would have it in your head. <laughs> I used my hero point to fight Lurson's hero point. <laughs> Lurson's out of hero points. The reason I asked that is because I have one bomb left. Mm-hmm. Just figuring out the economy here. So the way that we're positioned, this hallway is 10 feet wide, but the door is 5 feet wide, and it's kind of in between squares. Would this thing get cover? No, I'm, I, I'm treating that as... The way that the door would open up, it would wouldn't have enough to give it any kind of cover. I'm not even giving it lesser. It's nothing. Just imagine that those double doors. So some of it is just the way I've drawn the map. Those double doors cover the entire opening. So once they're open, that is open to you. Okay. Cal is going to pull out his last vial, and I rolled the exact same thing as last time. It's a 19 to hit. Beauty. That's a hit this time too. Oh. Did that thing take one persistent fire damage yep. on its turn? It's it's there. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't take it immediately, right? It takes it when its turn comes around. Yeah, it hasn't had a turn since. I always mark well, it. It has it had, had a turn. To have had. I, so, but it should have taken one fire fire damage, one slash damage, and six other. Right? It shouldn't have taken two fire damage at this point. Correct. But just go ahead and give it two for posterity. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fine. I will. I just did. Okay. See if it helps you. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> Not good. It takes the the splash damage right off the top. The persistent doesn't matter. 
Again, we forgot to save on its turn for the uh, persistent, but it doesn't matter because it got it again. Okay. And it would have saved. Oh. I just rolled it now. I burned a good roll for you. <laughs> and that is seven on the D8. You burned a good Ago a little bit ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should it have taken another splash as well? Or will splash? That was the one damage off top. Okay. Eight total fire damage, and then it got the persistent. Once again, that it'll okay. take on its turn. Okay. Next action, I am going to draw my crossbow. And final action, I'm going to load that bitch. All right. Quinn, with Ago on deck. He of the seven initiative. <laughs> so ready. <laughs> Quinn's going to take an action to sustain uh, Stoke the Heart on Frost. says that under his breath in your ear (laughs) makes his own sound effects he he hasn't quite learned how to cackle yet so it's it sounds like like a half a cackle (laughs) that's the verbal component (laughs) um and then i think he's gonna yeah uh quinn is going to cast days on the oncrov all right and that's going to be a basic will save Come on, you got this. Roll it. It saves. Damn. Oh, wait. No, it does not. It does not. It fails. Yes. Is that a critical fail or just no, a regular fail? No, just a fail. fail. Okay, that's going to be four points of damage. So, Ago, it's back to you. We're into round three of this. Ago with the Oncrab on deck. I am going to use a resolve point, and the way that works out in my head is that as I'm lying there in this, this deep darkness uh, feeling, you know, nothing, basically. I hear a male Shoney's voice say, Get up, boy. Get up. Get up, boy. And I, and I, that's what I use to, to steal my resolution, my resolve. And I do. I uh, get back to one HP. So you'll so be I, at one HP next turn, technically. Next turn. Okay. So you won't be up this turn. All right. So, uh, but do I regain consciousness? Yeah, so you'll, uh, I think you regain consciousness, you'll, you'll remove the dying condition, you'll move to wounded one, I guess. Wounded one, right, and, uh, and then one HP. And the Ankrav is up. Having been hit with that bomb, it's not very happy. It takes one fire damage now! spits (laughs) at Cal. That is a 27 to hit. Frost! (laughs) Hold doggo up in front of me, <laughs> quick. <laughs> okay, let me let me check. That sounds like a critical. Yeah, it's a critical. Oh boy. So someone needs to get some armor instead of going shirtless all the time. That is 16 <laughs> points of damage. Fuck. Oh. oh. You're no. fucking with me, right? No, it was double damage. I'm gonna give that... you another chance. You're fucking with me, right? <laughs> no, it was double damage. Oh no, that that that's it, right? No, I actually have two hit points left. Oh wow! Well, he's got two attacks left, so well, surely he it, won't it, attack me again. <laughs> it, well, no, it spit out of anger at being hit by that bomb, and it skitters back to where it was originally. Now, son of Frost, a gun! Now, because it uh, moved out of range, Frost can use his uh, attack of opportunity. And it is a natural 19, so it's going to hit. It is going to hit. Uh, it won't be a critical. 27. Oh. 
That's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know it. Uh, it's got uh, at least uh, 19 or so. Uh... <laughs> Damn it. All right, so how's uh, 10 damage feel? Ooh. Your attacks of opportunity are going to be our saving grace a lot of the time. Seriously. I sure hope so. I may have to take a dip into fighter just to be able to get that. Good All right. Yep. So it does keep moving back after you've stabbed at it, but it is now bleeding quite heavily, not in the mechanical sense of Pathfinder, but it is bleeding. It's really roughed up. This thing is in bad shape. And it Good. is now Frost's turn. So as it runs away, Frost is going to lash out with his gasarm and do some damage, and he is just going to chase it because it almost killed his brother. It downed Ago. And he is going to power attack it as soon as he gets close enough to it. Oh, and he missed. <laughs> it's a 16. It is a miss. All right, so now Frost is halfway down the hallway with this thing. Jumping over dead bodies along the way. Yeah. Half melted. He uh, He's he's all by himself with this thing now. And Cal is up with Quinn on deck. All right. Cal is going to move into the room past the doorway. He loaded his crossbow. He is now going to fire said crossbow. Come on, dude. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It's the same exact roll. I've rolled three 15s in a row. <laughs> is it the same Good. bonus? Let me figure that out. It should be. Crossbows are dex-based, as is throwing, right? All right. That's a 19 to hit. And it's a hit. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that is five damage. All right. It's good damage. By the way, it did not save on the persistent damage, so it did take another persistent damage as well. Sweet. It's still standing, but that that arrow fl- flew through the, or bolt, flew through the room, hits it pretty good. It squeals again in pain. It's It it's, looks like it's trying to back away from you guys as much as possible at this point, but it doesn't really have anywhere to go. All right, with my last action, I'm going to reload my crossbow, and that's Beautiful. it. You get two shots next round. Quinn is up. Ago's on deck. Uh, Quinn sees uh, Frost back the creature into the corner. He's going to continue to sustain the spell on Frost and also cast Forbidding Ward between Frost and the uh, Oncraft. Oncraft. All right. so cool. You are you are just a beautiful, beautiful man. Casters <laughs> <laughs> so are worth be, keeping uh, around. Plus one to arm. Uh, yeah. Plus one to AC and saving throws. Okay, so just to help, if one sounds like, are they both concentration spells? Is that a thing? And because I don't know if you can hold one spell on me still and then cast another spell on me. I don't know how witches work all that well. He has to use an action to sustain it. Okay, and that allows it. Fucking. I would assume I would just have to use two two actions next round to sustain both of them. I That's think so. what I assume. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. So is that was that all of them? Or yeah, that's 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 right. my turn. Ago's up. The Ankarov's on deck. So my eyes snap open, having heard the sound of my ancestor. I pick myself up, draw my kukri, and I move into the room, only going to the full complement of my move. So that's going to put me, you know, twenty-five feet into the room. That's about ten feet uh, away from Frost. I'll. I'll st- straddle over top of a, a dead lady that's lying on the floor. Kind of try to step around her gingerly and uh, and hold. 
withdrawn <laughs> from the, uh, the room that a kid yell, why is that dog on my mom? <laughs> <laughs> when I say straddle, I mean, I'm like, like stepping on her face and like sitting on her head or anything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping around or across her. So. The Ankrav yeah. is up with Frost on deck. <laughs> the Ankrav bites out at Frost and it is 15 to hit. That's a miss. It and takes one damage right now. Does that kill it? No. <laughs> uh, no I was hoping you say Man. close though. It bites out again at Frost. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. This thing is desperate. Oh. oh, 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 oh shit. Uh, Forbidding Ward's gonna save me, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it is named. I'll let you decide. You want double damage or you want uh, the cart? Um. Ooh. I want, uh, I want the card. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who gets to read the card. <laughs> well, it has the potential to just, like, knock him prone and yeah. have normal damage. Yeah. Or right. it has the potential to decapitate him. <laughs> Decapita- yeah, exactly. Just, uh, unarmed like attacks break. should not decapitate me, but we'll find out. <laughs> Turns out this Oncraft's name is Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not Told the- you, it's that bastard. It's uh, it's actually not about that. It's about the type of dip. So bludgeoning, piercing, slashing. This would be piercing. All right. Great. I am now flat-footed until my until I get healed. How, what, so, so, what, so it's how normal damage? Uh, yep, normal damage, and I am flat-footed until I'm healed. That's actually not bad because no, could have been a lot worse. Quinn <laughs> has buffed you to a point that <laughs> you're basically at normal. <laughs> Come on, buddy. What you got? 13. Damage. Oh, Frost falls unconscious. Oh my god. Argo we have got immediately to level straddles up. him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, Frost has now moved ahead of the Ankrav. Gotta claim my territory. <laughs> so the the Ankrav is looking very rough, like some like I mean if if you knew mechanics of a game in the world, you know, you might say it only had one hit point left, but I you don't know. I'm taking. I'm, I'm going to take the Slayer just to piss you off, or you have to tell me from now on. <laughs> it won't piss me off. I don't care if you know how many hit points they have. Cal's up. It just makes it harder for me to uh, to pull any punches by changing anything along the way. <laughs> so it would actually end up screwing you more than it would screw me. <laughs> you shouldn't be pulling punches anyway. Exactly. All right. Cal's up. He knows this thing's going to die on its turn anyway. Well, no, I know that. Cal doesn't know <laughs> that. <laughs> I could probably estimate it, but he's probably worried because, you know, his brother just got taken out. Yeah, unfortunately, there's not a damn thing I can do to help Frost at this point. So, uh, luckily, I loaded my crossbow. I don't know how I'm doing this in the accent. <laughs> I'm going to pull my crossbow and fire at this thing. Well, I'm just going to fire it. I didn't have to pull it. Yeah, it was already loaded. And that's a miss. Ten total. Damn. Miss. All right. I'm going to reload and fire again. All right. God, can you imagine? That's a critical miss. No impact in this case, other than it is now Quinn's turn. Okay. Quinn, we left you all in the room by yourself, buddy. <laughs> He's being a good caster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Quinn, Quinn can still see what's going on. Those double doors are open. He's fine. He's fine just where he's at. Uh, <laughs> Frost is down, so Quinn is just going to sustain Forbidding Ward. And instead of sustaining Stoke the Heart, uh, he's going to cast Date right. on the Oncrow. 
And that's a basic roll save. Come on, buddy. Do that mental damage. Fail! <laughs> oh, yes! Four points. Oh, fucking And the Ankrav is dead. God, this dude. And that is actually non-lethal damage, so we gotta figure out if we wanna... <laughs> it will... It oh, will, we wanna. It will, it, <laughs> it will take that fire damage on its turn and, and be dead anyway. You can see that it's down and it's still burning. Hi, random rollers. Is that a thing? Should we make that a thing? Duff here, and this week I want to talk about one of the features we have for our patrons. Encounters are one of the central aspects of any tabletop adventure. The players are working on getting their characters ready for these encounters, and the GM is focused on making them interesting and challenging. Building encounters that challenge players while not overwhelming them is one of the key skills a GM needs to develop. For a podcast, not only does an encounter need to be interesting for the PCs, but it needs to be interesting for you, the audience. To that end, we thought it would be fun to get our patrons involved in helping me create an encounter. At any level of Patreon support, each month provides you with the opportunity to vote on a scenario or encounter you would like for me to build into the adventure. The poll closes on the first day of each month, so if you haven't voted yet, get in there and cast a vote. Just head over to patreon.com slash outplayedproductions and look for this month's Vote for Foes poll. You only get one vote, so make it count, and enjoy the rest of the episode, random rollers. Rollers? Randoms doesn't really work. Uh, so like that's the first time Quinn has taken an enemy out, right? I mean, directly. <laughs> yeah, we all know how valuable you are. I just mean... <laughs> he wasn't questioning you. All right. Uh, Frost saves on his death save. He saved? All right. So the Ankrav is dead. The uh, kid is still crying in the corner. Well, the, the blast of uh, Quinn's energy that flew past Ago and knocked this thing down. I, I look over my shoulder back at Quinn and I and I give him a you know a wide-eyed look. And then I, I nod my head at him. And then I run immediately over to where Frost is and uh, slide onto my knees. And I'm pulling my med kit back out. Don't hurt him. Yeah, seriously. Uh, all right, so that's a 23 uh, on the D on the, on the the check, which is the same as I did last time. So that's kind of cool. Let's see what I can do for you there, Frost. Roll high, uh, that buddy. Is, that is a nine. Hey, that's Again. that's a lot. Fantastic. Given yeah, I mean, given that you guys are using stamina, heals for nine are pretty. I mean, the the treat wounds becomes much more powerful, given that you have stamina, right? Because treat uh, even a decent roll on treat wounds is going to get you fairly close to as much health as it can give you anyway. So I staunch his wounds, uh, staunch up the the, ble- the bleeding and everything else, uh, and uh, and then I collapse back onto my my butt, and uh, I'm going to start trying to patch myself up. Cal's going to yell out to the kid, "Don't worry, buddy. We see you. We've just got some stuff to do with, and then we'll we'll get you out of there." Okay, thank you. thank you. Frost is conscious now and just trying to pick himself up off the ground, and he he just can't do it. Uh, so he's going to take about 10 minutes to steal his resolve. <laughs> one one last time today. <laughs> As he's doing that, he looks up and he can see that behind the crystal walls, there's a, a... The back of the wall is painted to seem like a tunnel filled with giant arthropods have been... Uh, and then it's scarred all with, 
with acid all over the walls inside the enclosure. Uh, is anybody doing anything while Frost is healing well, up? So yeah, I'm, I'm while you're st- taking a breath, I'm taking the ten minutes to heal myself. So this is all told. If I'm going to get a chance to heal myself, this is a block of twenty minutes. Uh, ten minutes for Frost. Ten minutes for Aga. And Quinn is going to attempt to heal Cal, or not heal Cal, but treat wounds. Uh, while you're doing those things, the kid moves towards the door, but doesn't open the door. And he looks at you and he says, did you see my father? I, I don't know who, what your father looks like, boy. Uh, what's, what, what's, what's, who's, what, what's your father look like? Uh, he's, he's a, like a, an average size man, light skin. He just, he would be wearing normal clothes. I, I don't know how to describe him. Uh, you know, I, I might have saw him. Uh, tell you what, why don't you, uh, why don't you sit down and, uh, we'll see if we can't, uh, can't, uh, locate him. Just sit down in here? Yeah, just sit down in there where it's safe and, uh, just, uh, look at the pretty mural for a, for a little bit. Behind the, the crystal panel that is separating me from all the dead bodies? <laughs> <laughs> Just turn your back. Don't worry about those. Just uh, just well, look I mean, at the wall. If he can see the dead bodies, is any of them his father? <laughs> I mean... My father's not, not there. I, my mom didn't come with us today, and my dad, he, he ran when the the creature came, and, and I, I got in here and I locked myself in, but I, I don't know where my dad got to. Oh, well, I mean, if none of these people are your father, come on out. It's fine. I can go with you? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll get you out of here safe and sound. So he he reaches to the lock that he's basically shoved like little animal bones in it to lock it up the gate, and he pulls them out, and the gate just swings open. And you can see Absolutely that there's a rusted horrifying. rusted lock on the ground. Yeah, this kid is gonna definitely need years of therapy. Like this is pretty <laughs> rough. Can we resolve the healing? Yeah, go for it. Quinn rolled uh, seventeen. Uh, that's a plus three, so 20, and the to be 13 hit point. Really? Damn! 2d8. Wow. 2D8. I've been rolling low. Nice wow! Done. All right, while Cal was getting treated, he used a resolve point to get his stamina back. Cal is at full. That is beautiful. I rolled a 17 for my own heal check, and I gave myself four hit points back. So I am at five hit points and no stamina, and I've got, uh, I, I guess I can spend my last resolve to uh, to take a breather, but it's going to take an additional ten minutes. So that would be a total of thirty minutes from the time that that uh, the Ankrob died, if we stay. I mean, it's better than dying in the next encounter. <laughs> I didn't it have is. a chance to. I didn't have a chance to take a breather last time, and uh, and that's partially why I went down so quick because um, I didn't have any stamina. Yeah, definitely do it now, fight. because yeah. by this time people are either locked themselves in a cage for protection or dead. Yeah, so the way that that, that works out, I'll just say, I, I look up at you guys and I, I'm, I'm not able to stop this, uh, the, the, the bounce. Uh, and I, I gotta take a rest. I can't. I can't. I, I just gotta rest. Cal's gonna take the kid by the shoulder and how about we move to the next room? There's no reason to, to look at this. Right. <laughs> so you're gonna move back from where you came or through the doorway to the west. Oh, I didn't see a doorway to the west. Yeah, I'll just totally take him outside the door so that we're out in the fresh air and the green grass. 
when you open up those doors, you basically come out at the, the door that Frost last week couldn't find a way in outside of the shed. So you've you've reached the end, the westernmost end of the the zoo. Well, we're going to be killing Tom while Ago takes a breather. So I'll just talk to the kid. Okay. So you came here uh, with your father just to see the zoo, right? Yeah, I wanted... I, I, I heard that you could feed Rusty, and I, I wanted to see a rust monster. I, I read about them. Can you tell me what happened exactly? What did you see? Um, we were we were in here looking at the the thing, the Ankurav thing, and uh, I I was here with my dad, and there were a lot of people around, and uh, the R- Rusty. We had just seen him, but he came running in. He bash open the door and he came running in and moved towards the the lock on the gate and he rusted it it was it was pretty cool i thought until until the gate swung open uh rusty ran back from from where he came and the onkrov started attacking people and i it spit a lot of acid all over people and i crawled away and i managed to crawl back into the into his cage and, and and I saw some bones on the ground and I just I put them in where the lock goes and uh, I don't know how long I've been in there but he's been trying to get in with me for it seems like forever well I don't know if anyone's ever told you this before but you're one of the smartest kids <laughs> that I've ever come across you were absolutely genius and you should be proud of yourself Th- thank you 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 should be proud of yourself you you kicked that thing's ass that was awesome. I actually didn't miss during that fight. I'm glad that you noticed. <laughs> I, I, oh, wait. I did miss once. I'm sorry. I, you, with a crossbow, though. With a crossbow, <laughs> to be fair. I, I didn't see the whole thing. I, I kept burying my head in my in my knees. But uh, what I saw, you, you were pretty impressive. Well, we intend to find your father. And again, I'm very impressed with what you've done here. You're in safe hands now. I can I can go with you or or should I where should I go I think we're gonna keep you with us for a while if we have the chance to take you to someplace safer then we'll do that but for now the safest place that you can be is with us okay what's what's your name my name is Cal and yours Jerov my father's name is Nils well it's good to meet you and We'll do our best to find your father. Thank you. I guess Frost will walk over to the door to the side there where his brother's talking to the kid. All right, brother. Uh, how do you want to handle the handle the kid? I say we just keep him with us for now and just keep him out of danger. I don't think we have any other choice than to continue on in this zoo unless one of us wants to escort him back to the Edge Watch. At this point, we're all so weak by all these fights that we need to stick together. Do you want to take him through the other door or come back this way? I don't think we need to take him back in there. Alright, I'll, uh, I'll meet you at the other door. So, Frost will walk over to the door where the owlbear cage was, where we entered the zoo, since we know that's all safe, and open it up so the kid doesn't have to see the dead bodies again. So, as you bring bring him in, uh, Jerov said, I, I know this room. This is where I had to leave I had to leave some some coins that I had with me. Uh, what coins are you talking about? They, they don't let you take metal in to the room with Rusty. 
So, so the man that sat at the desk, we give, we give our stuff to him. Any metal stuff we have, we have to give to him before we can go into the room where Rusty is, where Rusty will eat our stuff. Well, he's not here now. Uh, why don't you come with me and we'll get your coins back? Okay. Frost will walk over to the desk with the kid and uh, help him get his coins back and see what else is there. This is a lot like X-Men 2 with Magneto <laughs> inside the plastic mm-hmm. prison. Really is. Although if the frost monster has started throwing BBs at us. <laughs> <laughs> so you open up the desk and uh, you find in it some coin purses, about 15 gold pieces in there. The equivalent of 15 gold pieces. Jerev looks in and he says, that, those are my two copper, I think. I, I mean, I, I guess. I, well, I had two copper. All right. So I reach in and give him the two copper and my, and Ryan's heart hurts that Frost is going to leave the rest of the money <laughs> and walk away. So that, that isn't everything that's there. Uh, okay. There's also a um, some uh, uh, sword. All right. There is a knuckle dagger. Okay. And then there are some rings and necklaces and things like that. What kind of reprobate brings a knuckle dagger to a zoo? <laughs> it is an exactly. An orc knuckle dagger. <laughs> no less. Oh, okay. I guess if he's an orc. I assumed. Orcs are the only ones that use knuckle daggers. Yes, it is an orc weapon. We've talked about this already, but we haven't really talked about it on the show. This isn't a typical Pathfinder campaign, right? Where you find some cool stuff and you just take it. Because these guys are (laughs) members of the police force, the Edgewatch. So what we've discussed is that things like this, they would be able to use if they find them in, in an area that was dangerous to them. They'd be able to use them. But they're not allowed to keep them. So if for if they got into a battle and killed some enemy who had some cool weapon or they arrested somebody that had some cool weapon and they were in the middle of a dungeon, they could use that weapon until they exited the dungeon, but they would be expected to turn it in at the edge watch. And Duff is giving us credit for stuff like this to make up for the fact that we can't find cool shit and keep it. We haven't met the quartermaster and all that stuff at the Edgewatch headquarters yet, but there are, there are ways that will balance it out so that these guys don't don't end up with no loot because you know it's Pathfinder <laughs> and you still got to get some loot. Well, right, we'll get our asses handed to us if we don't have some decent gear that's going to help protect us. Yeah, I mean, let's case in point, we're got our asses handed to us today, so. Uh, yeah, I, we've I mean, had our asses handed to us every fucking spot. <laughs> Dude, your this job sucks. Can I say <laughs> this job just sucks? Every day has been a sucky day. Cal was looking so. for adventure. I think he found it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the sword is silver. It looks like it's made of silver. Nice. I don't think there are no uh, no checks. Uh, I have said that if Quinn gets near an item that's magical, he would. He would be able to tell it's magical. You don't notice any. Quinn doesn't detect any magic here. Yeah, that is one of our table rules, right? Yeah. That magic users have kind of a neat uh, sense of magic, yeah. necessarily. So uh, they'd have to they'd have to use detect magic to be able to tell things like school or or that kind of thing. But if there is something magical there, uh, we've decided that that there's a, a tingling sensation they get. That that's their sixth sense, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> it tickles. <laughs> So yeah, it's a, a silver, a silver short sword and uh, an orc knuckle dagger. All right, but neither one are magical, right? Neither is magical. All right, so I'll just leave them on the table then. If it's not any better than my gasarm, it's not really worth carrying around. 
wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be better just so you know uh the the silver short sword does have the versatile trait on it versatile s so it, it can it, it is a piercing weapon but it can be made slashing yeah you can make that choice and you and it has finesse the finesse trait as well so you can use your dex modifier instead of strength it's a martial sword very nice and then the knife is a martial knife None of that is uh, important to Frost, so he'll just leave it on the table so the other guys can see it. And uh, all right, get your two copper, kid. Let's uh, let's join the others. We have to uh, clear the rest of the zoo and see if we can't find your father. Did I did I say two copper? I meant ten gold. <laughs> You're under arrest, my worthy. <laughs> Frost, Frost knocks him unconscious. <laughs> all right. So oh, he's still man. a little agitated that he got his ass hated and missed five attacks on so that he, thing. So he attacked a child. Um, <laughs> does anybody else have any interest in those items? No. Nope. Negative. Well, these cards are a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good that add, you have them, but I mean, add, honestly, add plus no. one and I'll grab it right off the ground. <laughs> Info. No. All right. No, I have to write this stuff down, so I've got it. But yeah, you've got you've got him. You've got the door to the uh, south of here is everybody joined up now or are you still back healing yeah so i don't know how long you wanted to say that that took um because that's the the 10 minute clock was still ticking from the time that cal and frost and the kids started walking over to where i think um, given the conversation that was had with cal and the and jerev and the fact that they walked over they took a look through the desk all that kind of stuff i think easily 10 minutes would have passed Okay, well, so while I'm, when I finish taking a breather, uh, you know, in game terms, that just means that I'm just trying to, you know, sort myself out, you know, check my gear, and get get myself back in, in fighting order. I'm there with Quinn, uh, so could we take just a minute with Quinn and me? Sure. Uh, Quinn, maybe you should go uh, go with the others. I, I'm okay for here right now. Are you hurt? Uh, yeah, I, I, I've been better, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'll be able to make it. Well, I'm not going to leave you by yourself. You let me know when we're going to go, and we'll go. Kind of wave my hand sort of vaguely at all the bodies that are surrounding us. What's our danger here? Everybody dead. We, uh, we already failed. Well, we didn't we didn't fail. I mean, we saved the kid. Ah, that, that's true. One kid. Uh, five dead people. Yeah. Uh, good day. Shit happens in life, bud. You gotta get used to it. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, okay. I don't know if I'm uh, going to be cut off of this, man. I gotta say. That's your decision, but I hope you stick around. I pick myself up, and I start looking under the bodies. So, uh, don't really understand the, the setting a little bit right now. There's There are no forms of identification on people. No. You can't sift through their bodies to, uh, no, to uh, figure out uh, who they are. There's no wagon licenses or anything like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, if yeah. they don't have a purple hat, we have no idea who That's, they are. It's yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> or a scar. A face scar. Purple hat or yeah. a face scar. That's how you know yeah. who people are. No, but nice if you roll, a, you can roll a perception check if you want. Yeah, so at the risk of sounding like I'm looting dead bodies, I'm going to loot dead bodies. I, I need to. I want to check and see if there's any sort of identifying stuff that I can get off of these folks, so that uh, you know we're going to have to be able to seal up the room. Uh, to my mind, uh, at this stage, you know, I'm struggling with the fact that I, I feel like we failed, even though I know that we, Eric knows that we've succeeded. Uh, perception for me on this is 13. Ago, with his background, he sees that this blood, like their 
the acid has melted some of these bodies, but he can tell how long this blood has been here. And these people were probably dead before you ever got to the zoo. So uh, Ago can recognize that by looking at that, that, that the amount of time that it took you to fight other creatures or stuff, these people, you wouldn't have saved them. They were dead already. I put my hands on my hips and I look over to Quinn and I shake my head and I say, where the fuck the rest of Edgewatch? Why are we only ones in here in this fucking zoo? I don't fucking know, man. I've been asking that about every fucking encounter we've been in. <laughs> I, right now, what I worry about is that uh, without us even knowing, Quinn and Cal, uh, Qu- Qu- Frost and Cal, they they uh, they they facing something else. We gotta go catch up with them, man. And with that, uh, uh, Quinn's just gonna start walking down the hallway, and I'll follow. All right, so you're heading. Good job, Eric. That was a good dramatic piece. <laughs> that was nicely done. <laughs> I'll consider it. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Frost must have, Frost must have a moment. <laughs> All right. So you're back in the owl bear cage area. Jerev's with you. What are you doing? You've got a Go door to the south. Yeah, that's what you got. You've got a door to the south. Wooden double doors. I mean, at the very minimum, we got to see what other horrors await us. And I'm not just talking about a fight, but there's, there's more dead bodies. But we, we got to find out how many people. We don't know yet, you know. We, we just, we got to see. If there are more kids, we got to rescue them, you know. If there are more people like this little boy here. I can lead the way, but uh, I don't want something to rush out of here and attack the kid. So uh, why don't you hide in the owlbear cage and uh, and we'll, uh, we'll call for you when it's safe. You want me to go in the cage? We gotta put the boy in the broken cage? Are you crazy, Frost? He got to come with us, man. Oh, so coming into the unknown, dangerous. Oh, yeah, 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 that makes way more sense than him hiding in safety. Huh, how about how about I, I just hide under this desk? Uh, sure, whatever makes you feel safest. So he runs over, tries to, to move towards the desk. So, Frost, how about I make the boy my charge? I am out of bombs anyway, so if things get weird, me and the boy, we bolt. But I think he's safest with us. Uh, he, he can totally come with us. I just want to see what's in this room and make sure nothing charges out of it after us. Once we know that there's a good, safe space we'll, and we all can move in safely, he can follow right behind us. That works for me. Hey, Jarev. Yeah? You ever used a sword before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best, most horrifying day ever. I tell you what. Would you feel better if you had a sword? Uh, I, I guess. It turns out we've got one right here. And Cal grabs the sword from the desk. <laughs> what is it with you and army I was going to say, he just, he just keeps giving <laughs> weapons to kids. <laughs> so if you think about it, this kid's going to be terrified, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah like, for absolutely sure. Yeah. terrified. You need to be able to give him a sense of protecting himself so that yeah. he doesn't freak out totally. Even 100%. if he can't use this sword. 100%. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, totally, he'd, be, totally he'd be entirely incapable of using this sword as a martial weapon, but but yeah, he'd be able to carry it. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not, this is, this is not like a six-year-old, right? This is an 11-year-old. This is not like a tiny, tiny little kid. Oh, yeah, I had a short sword when I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you lived in Absalom, maybe you would. <laughs> to put it in perspective, Ago is 13, so mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Yeah, there you go. We replace Ago with the kid in this party. <laughs> <laughs> it might do better, actually. I don't know. <laughs> All right. 
Frost is going to open this door. So Jareb's <laughs> at the back of the room now. When you open the door, what positioning? I want to know what positions everybody has. And Frost, I got your back. Cal's back with the kid at the desk. Okay. And yeah, we'll sort of... So I'll stack on... Um, on Frost, I'll sort of, he's on one side of the door and I'll be kind of behind him and, and ready to go with my kukri out this time. All right. And Quinn? Quinn's back at headquarters. <laughs> he ran away. <laughs> no, uh, Quinn, Quinn's going to be to the right side of the door. All right. Quinn, can you poke your head outside and see if it's time for us to uh, to be done for the day? <laughs> yeah. What time is Shift. it? You get the Flintstones whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Hope your dad's okay, Jareb. See you later. <laughs> hey, Quit so time. All kidding aside, actually, no, seriously, uh, taking a moment, I, I, I is gonna lean, I'm going to lean back out the, the door and I'm going to blow that signal whistle again for whatever it's fucking worth. It doesn't seem to do jack shit, but at least they'll know that we're here. Who's they? <laughs> I have no idea. It might as well be aliens at yes, this stage. Fair enough. I don't know. Fair enough. Three penguins look at you weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, as you open the door, you roll for initiative. Ah, oh, son uh, of a biscuit. Perception, I presume? Yeah. Argo has 17. 16. Frost. I'm getting a lot of repeat rolls. That's another 11 on the initiative. Okay, sorry. 11 for Cal. Quinn's a 16. Frost was... 16. And Ago was 17? Correct. And... The kid's got a sword. What did he roll? (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) He can't lift it above his head. He's 11 years old. He also can't use that. It's a martial weapon. Okay, so Frost Frost and Quinn were both 16. Does one of you want to go before the other? What What's the roll there? Quinn should probably go first. Yeah, Quinn goes for, for Frost. So the two creatures were a 25 and a 17 as well. So A 25? Yeah, if they, have, if they have that perception bonus. Okay, so the first thing you see, and it was mentioned to you uh, before you came to this room, you see a white rabbit moving quickly towards you, and it's got black oily stuff dripping from its mouth it looks a little different than your typical rabbit it's got a horn like a <laughs> unicorn yeah and we and we know from talking to that guy that it'll turn you to stone right yeah that it has the chance to uh, petrify you if it kills you that's what he told you if it, okay, if only it, if it kills, kills you, you it can petrify you he didn't say anything about it petrifying you in a normal scenario yeah I won't give a shit by that point uh-huh. That was presuming that the smith has excellent recall of knowledge on a, a, a creature. This was Remy who told us that? It was uh, the guy that was in the shed. I think the water. Oh, yeah, Remy. Yeah, the I, can, yeah. I, I can't remember if it was Remy. I think it was Remy, though, that told you. I don't think uh, I don't think that Parva gave you the other any guy information. told us about the on-crowd. Yeah, he warned you about the on-crowd. I, I withdraw my protest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe Remy doesn't know. I guess we'll find out. So uh, let me get those guys on the map. Can we all agree that we're going to sue the shit out of this zoo when we get out of this? <laughs> so, I mean, you already found you already found at least six people that are suing the zoo. Not only that, we're going to be asking for a goddamn raise. So what you have is actually this rabbit that's got the, the unicorn horn. And then you've also got a beetle. Just a typical looking like large, but a larger beetle moving through the air. 
All right. So uh, green, it, it looks like maybe there's a little light aura around it or something like that. Like it's luminescent. So the the rabbit, an Almirage, which is a creature that's not in the bestiary. This is from the AP. Uh, attacks Frost. What? Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> you stand in the doorway, I guess. A natty, a natty one. Oh, right. It Thank gets heavens. a card. Does it? Uh, is it, it is actually not named. Well, I don't know. I think this is the type of creature. It's not named, but it gets a card. We didn't say anything about it needing to be named. We never said it needs to be named. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I forgot about that. All right. It is. <laughs> Apparently, it has been bouncing off the walls trying to find a way out of here because it's already out of breath. And it is slow two until huh? its next oh! turn. Slowed two. Well, then it's already used its Excellent. turn up. Uh, well, that means it gets dish. one action. Well, yeah, it already took next it. Next turn, next turn, it'll the the condition applies. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so it hasn't. So you so you'll, you'll get all actions. your turns this round. All but right. then next round you'll only have one turn. So it's gonna attack again. That's gonna be a miss. But it backs up south and east of where Frost is into what used to be a cage that is now melted open. I think you can ascertain that Rusty's been here. <laughs> and now the other creature is up. It's flying, and it flies right through the door and into the room with you. And you must all, it starts to get really bright, you must all make a fortitude save. Oh, bless. I disagree. If it's like any beetle I've ever encountered, it just flies into the wall and then hits the floor. <laughs> <laughs> 16 for Frost. 21 for Quinn. 13 for Ago. 26 for Cal. Okay, so for Ago and for uh, Frost, the light brightens it just extremely bright. In this case, Cal and Quinn happen to look away as it flies in. It shines this bright light out, a flash of light, and Ago and Frost are dazzled for one minute. And so what Dazzled is, is all creatures and objects are concealed from you. What concealed means is that you must succeed at a DC5 flat check when you target. Not terrible, but... And uh, it also is going to take a bite at Quinn. And that is, I think, going to be hit. Yes, 26. That's a critical. Uh Uh-oh. That is seven points of damage. The, don't, the beetle just bites out at you. Don't, don't take out Quinn. We need Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't mess with Quinn. Ago will be up with Quinn on deck. Okay, so this thing is in the air, right? Yeah. Yeah, not okay. very high. I... Like at, at head height. Yeah, Ago's head height. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just, just checking. <laughs> just checking. So I'm going to dash past Frost as my first action. Uh, just basically only 10 feet to, to run over there to try to protect uh, Quinn from the Dazzle Beetle, and uh, I'm going to strike out with my Kukri at this thing. Um, I rolled a... Uh, so... I miss. I fail on my DC, my flat check. I rolled a four. All right. <laughs> Trying to blink through the bright light that has still dazzled my eyes. I swing my blade half-blindly, thankful that I didn't strike Frost in the process. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> that it? 
Uh, so I guess, uh, yeah, for my final action, I'm going, I am going to go ahead and take the penalty. Why the fuck not? Well, let's go for broke. All right, so uh, I guess I'm going to roll two d20. Uh, blue twenty is going to. You don't be get my to roll two d20. That's not how <laughs> I'm going to roll. Attacks work. This is not cheating. This is this is the blue d20 is going to be my flat check, ah, and then you. the red d20. Uh, so blue d20. So that that succeeded. So total of eighteen to hit. That is a hit. All right, so that's seven points of damage with the Kukri. The uh, flash beetle just drops to the ground. It is dead. Thank freaking God. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my God, I was thinking this. Okay, all right. All right, so Ago has some success. Quinn is up. Frost is on deck, but Ago can explain what that looks like. Oh, no, that's fine. It, I, so I smash it to the ground like you would smash a lightning bug, light bug out of the air. And I quick free action to Frost. Any more of those things in there? None of those, but there's a rabbit with a horn. What's he going to do? Nibble your bum. <laughs> I wonder if that's good eating. <laughs> Rabbit with horn. Okay, that's it for me. All right, Quinn's up, Frost on deck. Quinn got hit. He's hurting pretty bad. Uh, he's gonna move to where he can see into the room. Okay. Uh, would Would Quinn be able to see the rabbit thing they're talking about? Uh, yeah, he'd, from he'd be able to see like it that? from there. It would It would have cover for sure there, but he would be able to see it. Okay. Um, Quinn is going to attempt to cast Days on this rabbit that's concealed. This is like... Or undercover. All right. And that's a basic will say. Do we have to cover our eyes when you do that? I don't I don't think so, right? It's just a so. mental force energy, right? Nowadays, it's not like the old the old days for days. Uh, no. It, it doesn't function like that. Basic will, you said? Yep. It passes. Okay, so that would be two damage. All right. And that's the end of Quinster. And Frost is up with Kalendek. All right, so Frost watched this little rabbit thing run into a small cage, or not cage, but like, like walled off area. Yeah, what it used to be a cage. Yeah. So what he's actually going to do is turn around and run twenty feet back and grab the desk the kid is hiding behind, and he's going to try to carry it back and put it in front of the cage door. <laughs> so that's a I don't big know desk. How. Like a ten foot long desk. I mean, he could uh, do it. He's a fighter. He could do dude. it. I mean, I Ryan am not a fighter, and <laughs> I can pick up a desk <laughs> and throw it around like that, no problem. In six seconds while in combat. I mean, I'm not <laughs> fighting anything, and in six seconds probably. <laughs> I think you'd be able to. So in this turn, I think you'd be able to run back and pick it up, but I don't think you'd be able to get in there with the desk. Could you ready an action for me to also help you with that? Uh, that is up to the GM. Well, you could you could assist that by calling out as a free action. Hey, I want to grab the desk. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll use my one action to run over to the desk, and I'll yell at uh, my brother to uh, help me move it. All right. So uh, Quinn's gonna ready an action to go get a ladder and build a cage for this match because this is gonna be <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a ladder if you want a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in my pouch. <laughs> so do I do I wait until you put the desk in front of the cage to tell you that there's like it's a small creature and the desk is open on the bottom? No, if you turn it like <laughs> with the the flat side, and I know put the I'm flat just messing with the door. I'm, I'm messing with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then uh, it is Cal with uh, the Almirage on deck. Cal is gonna assist his brother in picking up the other end of this desk, <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to carry it. <laughs> 
Uh, I've got the movement to get to the door. Uh, hopefully you do. Well, yeah, the thing's ten foot long, so we both have enough movement to get it in front of the door. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, so we carry this desk and throw it in front of the cage where the, uh, the animal's hiding. All right. The desk goes, and you can hear it, like, running against it, but it doesn't seem to be able to get through that desk. <laughs> Yay! <Man. laughs> That's a win. That's a we, nice one. We made it only thing we didn't murder. The only thing we didn't murder. The only thing we didn't murder, but probably could have. We, we couldn't, we just didn't have the ability to kill that stupid rust monster. Yeah. You know what the sad part about that is? I mean, it's done yeah, now. cool monster. No, that you guys could have got a magic item from killing it. Oh! Oh, too bad. I mean, we can go back. <laughs> it's too late. I will turn this desk around. <laughs> you know that in the meta game. You don't know that in the game game. Well, I mean, I'll go. I was already wondering about how how it would how it would you taste. Know, You're gonna go open like. it up and eat it. That's that doesn't <laughs> seem very edgewatchy of you. <laughs> Cal's actually been wondering about these dead penguins and what kind of jerky he could make out of those. <laughs> I'm totally I, on board with that. I think, full of I think venom, Big Bird but... ate most of those penguins. It was mostly just uh, it was mostly just feathers. You saw. All right, so you are looking down. The desk is now blocking off the Almiraj. You're looking down a long hallway. There are two large barred enclosures to the east that are now standing empty. Uh, you could probably guess what came out of those, given the room that you're in. And there are like several feet of iron cages dissolved here. And then the northernmost enclosure is strewn with statues of rats. Statues of rats? Yeah, little statues of rats. That's a weird collectible. Cool. And then the southern enclosure is covered in straw and like a very pungent dung. So this is on the eastern, eastern side. And then on the western side, you have a wall that's studded with smaller glass display cases. And several are shattered. They're uh, a few feet off the ground. That's that's what you see in this room. Just a long hallway. And then at the very southern end, you see a pair of double doors. I walk over to the one of the stone rats and I look down and, huh, I pick it up, stick it in my pouch. One stone rat in inventory. Roger that. <laughs> Quinn calls internal affairs. <laughs> <laughs> Cal walks back to Jerev and says, All right, I think we've got that taken care of. We can move forward, buddy. All right, Frost is going to open the next door and ready in action to attack if something comes at him this so time. So this door is locked. The one oh. time I prepare. <laughs> I, I mean, I was right there with you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm stacked up right behind you, ready to go. Let's do this. And now it's locked. It is locked. All right. Strength check against the door. Let's bust it open. You're going to do an athletics to try to get in there? I will. Yeah, why not? I don't have any thieves tools on me, so. I fling myself at the door and roll a one. You bounce off. Wait a good. <laughs> you, you all right there? How's your shoulder? <laughs> oh, it's, uh, I, uh, this, all this fighting, take it out on me, I guess. Uh, I, 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 I'll go again. No, 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 no! You, you, you sit here and rest. Let me, uh, let me have a have a little go at it, and uh, I will uh, take my gasarm and shove it under the door and try to use it as a pry bar and just try to pop this door open. All right, shove it under the door. Does it open up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you pull up on it, it like pushes out at the same time. Depends on how good your <laughs> athletics check is, I guess. 
not great. Let's see. Oh, it's a six, not a nine. Um, it's not gonna do it. You say athletics? Yeah. It's a, it's a twelve. The door doesn't doesn't give away. I'll go. Help me help me push up on this. And roll roll perception check. I don't think that's how doors work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got a 22. 15 for perception. 22 perception. So you, on the other hand, oh, get back, get back. Hide, hide, hide. Something's coming. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just knock. Uh, Edgewatch, we're, uh, we're here. Is everybody okay in there? Don't say, who's there? Who's there? Did you say Edgewatch? Yes, Edgewatch. Did you think that the beetle was knocking? Open the door. Roll, roll. Uh, Edge watch intim- with some attitude. Intimidation Roll for check. initiative. <laughs> Do you know how much shit we've been through today? Open the <laughs> door. <laughs> you say diplomacy. Uh, I think I said intimidation, given what you said. All right, they're they're the same, so it's a it's a twenty. All right, the you hear like uh, some sh- shuffling behind the door. Something's moving around, and the door swings open. And from all the way down the hallway, you hear Jero say, "Dad!" And he goes running in, and a man just wraps his arm around him there's a bunch of people in this room like a whole lot of people in this room and i think we will stop there and you can converse with them next week thank god i thought i was gonna (laughs) have to adopt this kid (laughs) (laughs) and you have now gentlemen reached the end of the zoo section which means you guys are all level two God. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> okay, finally. Oh my god! I, I, I thought we should have leveled up so long ago because this is so much for level one characters, but this is awesome. The Ren and Roll Radio Show uses trademarks and/or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. That's P-A-I-Z-O dot com.